This is this is a uh, uh, Finch ASMR for yeah. all the listeners. I made that joke earlier. <laughs> but this was before it was recording, so I get yeah. the credit. <laughs> Finch stress eats ASMR. Stress eater. Mm. It, it's like a Death Eater, but like mm. you know, we I'm going to reclaim Harry Potter from you, damn it. Yeah. Please don't. Um, please I, I don't, don't know. Don't. Like, I mean, a couple of the magical creatures are cool, so, like, I don't yeah. know. Like, I, I was thinking, like, you know, a story where, like, they used, you know those, the alchemy that, like, lay the silver eggs? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, like, like okay. So, so here's my idea. It's like, what if there's, like, an organization of Vatican monster hunters, right? And they, like, use those <laughs> alchemies as, like, chickens, right? And they use the fucking silver eggs uh-huh. as... As fucking as a means to make silver bullets. Oh, that's you are brilliant. so you are so drunk good. right now. That's, I, that's pretty cool. We we should introduce the show before we get into this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Baby. Who who did? I think I think Phil went. Yeah, last time, we, so. we went back through the cycle, back to the so, past. Samurai Jack. Yep, yep. So so Samurai, who's doing it next? Yeah, you, you, yeah, Phil, decide who goes next. Uh... It's Russian like real edit. It's gonna be Finch. I'm gonna choose Finch. I yep, feel yep, like yep. Finch and I were like stranded on this desert island with each other, just yakking away, so I have to choose Finch. Right. <laughs> Hello, beautiful, wonderful listeners, and welcome to Mammonberg. As you step inside the uh, ramshackled Mammonberg tour bus, let us guide you to this suburban hellscape uh-huh. known as Mammonberg. <laughs> <laughs> And <laughs> I love how altered it is every episode. Like yeah. I've imagined a slum before this, but now it's suburbs. It's great. I love yes. it. Yeah, well, we're, we're we're going through multiple. Mammonberg is a vast area, Josiah. Hold your horse, and we'll yes. get to everything in a minute. Mammonberg yes. is a conceptual space. Yes. Impatient, what? I swear. <laughs> yes. Welcome, welcome. Uh, us, your four ho- hosts, are here to guide you. I am the great avian communist entity, uh, Finch, J. Finch, Esquire. (laughs) And these are the four gentlemen who accompany me. Yeah. Uh, I'm Josiah. (laughs) I I am Josiah. (laughs) Uh, I'm Phil, uh, and this is my conjoined, since there are four guys, this is my conjoined twin brother, Dill. Uh, I, I just never talk about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I counted myself. Hey, hey, brother, when are we, when are we going to do, when are you going to let me in on the podcast, brother? It's like, not now. Oh, not now. I cannot oh, reveal oh, you to the world. God. He lives in my sternum. Oh, he's like alien. He just pops out. Hey, everybody. Does he have a little top hat? <laughs> I wish. 
Uh, and I'm uh, I'm Jackal, the inventor of the uh, of America's newest fast food accommodation, uh, mm -hmm. Buffalo Wild mm -hmm. Hands. Now, yeah, the yeah. way you now I know we've gotten a lot of questions about how Jackal, how do you make Buffalo Wild Hands? Well, number yeah. one, if I told you, I would have this. to I would have to kill you. I, legally, I would actually have to uh -huh. kill you. However, I can give you a hint: the hands that we now. I know that we've gotten some from some pushback from some from some religious types that no, you can't genetically alter chickens to have human hands. It's an abomination unto God. Now I say <laughs> to that as an affront to American capitalism, the holiest creation of our Lord. That's right. <laughs> I do declare that these chickens with hands are sanctified by the law. There we by go. The I am I am backed I am backed by by uh, preacher Phil. Who yeah. I am not. I am definitely not bribing. That's not true. Those allegations are yeah. false. You will this, be hearing from our lawyers later. I tell this you, does the feel structure like of a chicken's uh, hands is so close to human hands. It might as well be the same thing. This does feel like like a, a restaurant franchise out of the the Bioshock universe. It, it has that <laughs> genetically it's, altered chickens to have human yeah. hands. Yes, it's uh, finger licking chicken good. Yeah. This is the kind of great uh, innovation in, in food technology you have in a, in a world with no gods and no masters, you know. There, this, yeah. is, this is why this is why we had to. Andrew Ryan was correct, uh -huh. and that we and that all of that. Now there's some questions about labor laws. Jackal, you can't you cannot force your workers <laughs> to sacrifice their own DNA <laughs> to help create the buffalo wild hands. Mm -hmm. I say yeah. to that. That was in the contract clause. Now, was it in such small, small fine print that not even that not even an ant could read it? Yes, but it was there. It was there. Why did they read it? That's their problem. They should have read it. And as Jackal's lawyer, I could say that this is one hundred percent legal. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. You are. We are. You. You are my official lawyer. There is, uh, I'm trusting uh, you to make sure that I do not get sued. Yeah. Uh, to to ruin. Not like what happened well, last time when I tried to sell. Um, uh, well, actually, let's not talk about that. I I think I'm still under an NDA for that, and the 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 right. FDA is still looking for me. Anyway, my my legal theory is is that since we live in this ANCAP dystopia, that there there aren't laws, uh, and so you can do what you want. We call it Joker Theory. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I am going to come out and say it. Bioshock is the perfect, like, just like, the biggest game that calls Ayn Rand a moron. Oh, yeah. It's amazing oh. that it was made by a centrist. It, it truly, it, I know. it boggles my mind. How how did he make that? Because it's like, I... it's literally like Andrew Ryan could, could not be more wrong about his, like, idealized version of, like, a libertarian capitalist city. Yeah. I think right. they, they pretty much assert that he was basically wrong about everything. No, yeah, oh, they yeah. do a great, like, he does, like, the, the developers do a great job of communicating in that game that, like, every everything I pretty much yeah, I agree with. And then in the, the game following, uh, you know, in, in, well, not uh, several games following, it, Infinite is really shows his true colors because he, it, it, it's set up to be a home run, right? It's like, oh, the bad guys are American exceptionalists. Perfect. This is going to go so well. Who built their he, own city? He had to just sky. go in and be like, 
But, you know, the black people, right? Oh, no. <laughs> Not the Vox Populi. Look, no. Everybody's, everybody's got their issues. Hey, I would agree with the people who want their freedom, but they're burning the city down, and that just makes me want to racism. Let's like let's go out of the way to make like the the leader of the revolution, Daisy Fitzroy. Let's let's go out to just completely break the characterization that we made for her to have her show that we're, oh, she's going to kill a white child. Yeah, I'm going to. And then let's go back in the DLC and show like, oh no, it was the Lutesses who were telling her that she had to do it. Yeah, it's man, it's very, I, I, it's very I, stupid. I, I... I wish I played Bioshock so I had any idea what you guys are talking about. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. This has been bad, huh? Oh, this yeah. is, I, play so play confused. Bioshock one and two. They're very good. Oh, did you hear that they yeah. um they're trading Steven Crowder's heart out for like the harvest? Probably they harvested a new one from like a poor minority child. I mm. heard that that was in the anti-masturbation cross statue because it was like, <laughs> such a problem just yanking it. Oh, it was, oh, it was a, it was getting a, a like a real problem. He was doing it in the studio. In fact, that that like racist tirade that he went to, you couldn't see it, but he was just yanking it under the table. Yeah, under the table. That's right. Yeah. It just they had to strap him to like a Hannibal Lecter ex gurney just to get rid of it all. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. No. I, I, yeah. Should we I, should we talk about that momentarily? Let's the talk about Crowder that momentarily, and then I want to move on to Cape Shit. So, Cape okay. shit. Whoop, whoop, whoop. I have many uh, thoughts on Cape Shit. All right. Uh, uh, Stephen Crowder said some racist stuff. What? Uh, Stephen Crowder said some racist stuff. That's impossible. It's unbelievable. Yeah. In case you didn't know, uh, yeah. I know. <laughs> what? Shocking. My Stephen Crowder, the guy who got mad at a bunch of like doctors who were experts in their field saying it was okay to be trans what no no, no josiah as what? you are no. the noted friend of steven crowder i have to i ask. am i am I have, I, I have to ask how can you still be friends with 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 such a uh with, with such a, a monster of a man he he to 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 not only yank it under the table while well basically mm. inciting <sighs> what is equivalent to a clan speech about black farmers um I, yeah uh, it, it it is it is uh, uh jokes aside it is uh, i'm very surprised that he did not like make a watermelon or uh, fried chicken joke like it uh, it, it, it was, was up so to that fun. level yeah. it it was we were getting I, there. I, it, yeah well it, you know in in my defense you know um kind of like how how ellen defended her relationship with with george bush uh you know in fact i'm friends with with a lot of people who don't share the same beliefs that i have so you were friends with pinochet in fact uh-huh mm -hmm. look i don't agree with them on much some would say anything but you know he's but he's a he he can uh he's a meme conversationalist uh-huh yeah yeah yeah, uh, Steven Crowder went on a on a racist tirade about black farm farmers um, on his uh, yeah his, uh, YouTube channel, um, and it was uh, it I was would horrific. Say mask off, but uh, I mean, even I mean, the, mask, the mask was, was so always far off. off. Yeah, but yeah. even then, this was surprising to me. Like, I was legitimately surprised, like how racist it was. And that's mm -hmm. saying something for Steven Crowder, who like dressed up in yellow face. Who's like, this is not like this is. <laughs> This is the guy who 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 but you every don't opportunity. Jackal, they're trying it, to take away Doctor Seuss. 
books nobody read mm-hmm. <laughs> obscure obscure books that no one other than, unless you're a, a, a hardcore art collector you See, you have or read. mine still I... has steven crowder's childhood cum stains on it, it it's still there <laughs> is that is that his That's... or is that the dog oh, that he's a noted connoisseur oh, of it is oh, oh god i mean that he has to get his daily dog cum injections or else he can't I... get up in the morning it, it is pretty amazing how much dr seuss hated asians though but it, he yeah. really did yeah it's i it is suppressed like it's one of the things that when I was first reading about Dr. Seuss was uh-huh. just how much he hated Asian people, just in general. Yeah. Was, now, keep in mind, well, let's, I, he did get better about it. In fact, that's reported uh-huh. here's a who came from, was that he right, was, right, yeah. he was like apologizing for it. And that, that's something that always gets me about that is that if Dr. Seuss was alive today, he probably would feel very upset about people trying to justify Defend, yeah. his, because I, I, I think, like, from what he wasn't very proud of, he wasn't proud of his old work in general because he felt he improved as mm-hmm. an artist. But yeah. he also didn't agree with the messaging of it. Yeah, yeah. I man, it is sucked the whole Doctor Seuss discourse happening um, while I'm like taking this break from Twitter. God, you were so I... starved from like well, the discourse. No, I'm not starved from the discourse. The only discourse I get is the Facebook discourse about this <laughs> subject, which now, is infinitely worse. I was oh. going to ask: Is it how now since you've you've been you've been on this recon mission to uh mm-hmm. to to Facebook for 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 most of let now? Yeah. How how does it compare to to? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! How does it I can compare only to imagine. Twitter? Well, I can only so imagine. One thing I hate and love about Twitter is you can see the most batshit takes. And the reason they're like batshit though is because like at least in the circles of Twitter I think we all kind of hang out in people have like worked themselves into like the most weird and unique positions ever oh, yeah. because they yeah they've just <laughs> mixed and matched things. The problem with Facebook is the opposite where there's like there's Democrats and Republicans. I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, yeah, like, like, on our end, we're going to see people, like, defending the Uyghur genocide. Yeah. And, like, basically, like, pulling themselves into knots to try to defend sure. China and then calling it racist when we say anything bad about yes. China. Which nice. is, like, its own form of aggravating. On the other hand, there's so many, only so many times that I can see a minion meme that's like, if you're uh, triggered about uh, Dr. Uh, Seuss, you know? No! Oh, no. Yeah. Now, now, is this how is this how how uh how to say get, gets uh put in in uh in a insane asylum is by yeah, the media? This, this is Josiah's joke origin story. Memes oh, are the scapees <laughs> of the internet. I've started saving memes that just like annoy me anytime, and instead of commenting, that's usually how I deal with it. But yeah, it's, I uh, saved it's, the, you know, it's good. the Limmy image Jack how, gave how... me the other day. Oh, the living! I love that one. How, uh, Josiah? How, uh, how, how close are you to to Facebook? How, how many Facebook moments are basically just the fourteen words, but basically oh like, in, other, in, in other I would in say other arrangements? Most of the people, uh, most of the people that do that stuff, I've I've either unfriended or at least unfollowed if they were like a relative that I can't unfriend, but I don't want to see their shit. So I actually think I mostly just see bad milk toast liberal takes. I think that's oh, the majority of what well, I see. That could also be bad. That could also be yeah. very yeah, bad. Yeah. I would, or, I would or just say like a very, bad. I don't know, a very, 
I hate when you say like woke scold even feels like a cringy thing to say, but like those kind of specific leftists uh, that like lots of infographics. Yeah, uh, I, there needs to be a better <laughs> word because woke scold has such like a a, a taint uh, to it that I don't I know, but like. I, I, yeah, I don't know how to explain like so, a leftist that annoys me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't want to be an anti woke leftist because that's how you just get Vosh. You know, that's just annoying. Yeah, too. That, that's how that's how you either become Vosh or you become a uh, um, a class reductionist, and no one likes yeah. any of those. No, no, nobody likes a class reductionist. Oh wait, wait, we have to get to what was the subject? Uh, uh, come town. No, it's not come town. Uh, cave ship. Yeah, cave ship. There it is. Cape 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 Cape. Cape. All right. So are, Jack, are we you talking about the, the Snyder, Snyder Cut? Yes. Uh, no, I will let first. <laughs> I I did not finish it. I I still I'm I'm about. Oh, I wrote it down. Give me a minute. Um, I had the Kate. I I'm watching it with a friend. Um, and we I was trying to, to be honest. When you first posted about it, I was like, Jackal, would you please let me watch it with you? I can't do this alone. Honestly, I I I was half tempted to see if we could arrange like a, a mammoth bird uh, watch party for uh, it. Oh, that'd have been that'd have been fun. Uh, I mean, like I would do it with you because I love to suffer, but we I don't yeah, know about these two. I I have. <laughs> I, I want to see. It. We should do a Mammonberg pot watch party of the Snyder Cut so we can all just yeah. suffer. It's, it's oh, especially it's... we're we're all there for the like the scene where Joker dresses up as Jesus and like probably yes. misquotes no, I, the like Bible. Like I said before, oh, I did not no. get to the Joker Jesus part. I did it. Apparently, I... not even in the movie. I'm, I'm gonna. Oh, our, well, I feel robbed. It's apparently <laughs> at the very end in an after-credit scene. How could did Zach's, How could he post that image? How could he, he could rob me like that? How, yeah, it's in a post credit. That is the worst I thing think, that he's done. That I that think. and this is the our man father. who, this is our the man who, society. our father who are in society. Hello, be that grin. Yeah. Wait, I have to do my Tom Cruise laughing. Like, <laughs> don't you think it's funny? <laughs> oh God. Um, I I I was a, a hour and fifty one an hour uh, fifty one minutes and thirty six seconds. That's the length. The that's the length of a, like a normal film, but it's twice that. It's more than yeah. twice that. That four no, hours. When, when you minutes. when you reach no one two can hours... fucking make fun of the Irishman after this ever. No, I was gonna There's say there's a reason like two, movies two hours. God. You reach two hours and fifty minutes, and you're like, wow, I'm I'm so glad that I'm nearing the end of the Godfather. Like yeah. that's that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. No, I will. Like, I, listen, I... There's a reason cinema is as long as it is because, like, mm -hmm. like two hours to two hours thirty mm. minutes is the usually the longest you can push a movie unless you're like one of the best directors in your field, mm. like Martin Scorsese, right. who has been doing this so long that he just was like, "Shit, The Irishman, I'll make it however long I want." People can sit mm -hmm. through that. Because I, as a New Jersey Italian, can sit around and watch other Italians just talk, and it entertains me. But right, yes. it's a part of your religion. It, it's, it's, it's a part, it's of, a part of my religion, being, God It's a part it. of being an Italian. You I mean, filthy, yeah. filthy pasta man. I mean, as 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 tri-staters, as, as tri me, me, Phil, and Jackal, I've had our fair share of uh, watching Italians talk, so... Oh I yes, I, I, I love it. Every time you we went out for pizza, into, that was. I walk into any shop in this town, and it's like, "Hey, what the fuck you doing?" Baba boy. Damn! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I have to so, cut that out. So ah! I, I want uh, now. Did you watch it? You you fucking named 
doxed me. <laughs> cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it out. Cut it, cut it out. Post. <laughs> Finch, did, did you watch the Snyder Cut? Did you finish it? I, I did not. I did not. My my roommate is like telling me like she's like okay we gotta watch this together just for the memes, uh and I'm like, all okay. right. Am fine. I the only one here then who who's who's I, who's watching? I have to pony up and watch it. I've I've gotten enough have, secondhand spo- material. Yeah. yeah, I've gotten enough secondhand material, and it's to be honest, it's not, it's not the plot that aggravates me. It's it's mm-hmm. Zack Snyder as a filmmaker. I yeah. just don't think I like I I have heard he's a nice guy. I just I just hate yeah. the style of art he does. I, I mean, just think a, it's you gross. can you can be a nice guy and also be a hack, bro. Yeah, he, I mean, yeah. I mean, look mm-hmm. at like flipping nice uh, George Lucas. God. I I yeah. truly I just like despised Man of Steel and I don't oh, think I've watched yeah. another Zack Snyder film since. He just I, uses I so much biblical <laughs> in like imagery for no reason. Never I was talking to my friend about that, about like how he like and it's not even it doesn't even make thematic sense why he's no, it, it in. doesn't. I mean, like in the feel, it's the, it makes the most thematic sense and it doesn't even make that much sense. Yeah, yeah. I, so I mean, I, I I still enjoy Three Hundred for reasons for yeah, for, <laughs> for, 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 for reasons that macho, don't need to macho man yeah now, i now, want to be a macho now i think man. we need to we need to recut uh, a scene from 300 with the song uh macho macho man yeah yeah <laughs> uh anyway the thing or it's raining men me, that those, those uh-huh. two songs are for the first time in history yeah anyway it just listen as as somebody who is trying to be a filmmaker it just goes to show you like the degradation of the industry where a bunch of like raving horrible fanboys get together and decide that a movie that everyone thought was terrible can somehow <laughs> be made better by making it twice as long and washing out all the colors because Zack <laughs> Snyder hates colors. How does it now, feel? To, how did it I, feel, I, Jackal, I, to watch a basically monochromatic <laughs> movie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Do it I, is a monochromatic movie now because they 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 released it's all black and gray. white. Version. It's all variations of gray. It's gray I, and brown. That's I, I'm, ima- I'm imagining. Uh, I'm imagining Zack Snyder watching The Lighthouse and going like, "Ah, it's too much color." I know. <laughs> God, have you ever seen okay. Skyfall? Like Skyfall no. uses a really nice color palette. It's got like mm. a, it uses a lot of vintage colors. It uses mm. a lot of like kind of like it uses a decent amount of saturation, but it's got like that kind of like that vintage navy. Uh-huh. Like it uses a lot of like nice vintage browns, and it's just a very nice color palette. Skyfall looks really nice, and you can mm. make a movie with a limited color palette look sure. nice. That's what Wes Anderson does. His yeah. colors are vibrant and pretty and amazing. But and he has a very gorgeous. limited color palette. Um, but yeah, he doesn't that's, use that's, that big of a color so palette. It's, and, okay, so should, should I somewhat talk about what I've seen so far? Yes, um, yeah, yes, so open far, the yeah. floodgates, Jackal. Please, go. Okay, all right. So I'll, first, I will say, is this... Uh, I'll, I'll Basically, I'll, I'll have a somewhat more in-depth version of what I post on Twitter. Um, is it better than the, than the theatrical release? Yes. Um, now that's not because the theatrical release was garbage. It was, uh, it, it, it was a garbage movie. Uh, and even, okay. So this is going to get into my problems with this movie sort of go beyond the obvious and that one, I don't like these versions of the characters that Zack Snyder has decided to portray. 
Superman does not feel like Superman. He is a he's a sad he's he is a sad objectivist boy that does th- that does heroic things because mm-hmm. he feels like it's forced on him, um, and not because of altruism, altruism or because it's the right thing to do or any uh, other reason. It's simply because like I, I guess this is like the role I have to fill. Uh, like bad it, interpretation of Superman. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's extreme. It's an extremely bad interpretation of Superman. Like we've had bad interpretations of Superman before, but at least they were Superman. This, I, this is not. This does not feel at all like the char- Like even the basis of the character of Superman. Like Batman, Superman. These characters have existed close up to eighty years now. They're going to have different interpretations of them. But right. you gotta keep some things in common mm-hmm. to make sure that like they're the same character. And aside yeah. from like having an S on his chest, there's. There's, and like dating a woman named uh, Lois. There's not digitally censored mustache. Gee, that is not here. That is God. Uh, that that was that I that is not. There's a lot of like the the like the the added on weed and stuff that is not there, yeah. and it's a welcome that it's not there. I'm um, gonna say this. I'm pretty sure Zack Snyder convinced Tom Cruise to get naked, and he put him on a leash, and to get the reshoots done. He like led Tom. He led Tom Cruise around the set and barked at anybody who got out of line. Now he could have. Yeah. Now, now there's that alternative, but there's also there's also the alternative that he he went to Tom Cruise and said, "I know what happened to David Miscavige's wife. I will I will put it online if you don't oh, let." No, we can't say anything about Scientology or else the Church of Scientology is going to kill us. Mm. Yeah. Are we okay? So let's we just already said a bunch that. of stuff about Scientology though. We did. I mean, yeah, listen, I do do we're not that. even we're not even big enough to for Scientology to care. My God, yeah. No, no. We it's uh, uh the moment we get big enough for Scientology to care about us is the moment we can afford to have lawyers. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Oh. That, that is that's true. the future of Mammon. That's that's the future yeah. of Mammon. A, a large large legal team because of all the libel that is all the lawsuits that, that are just waiting to happen. Yeah. We, we also gonna... we also have the other uh, feature of Cape Shit that came out. Uh, this weekend. Was that? Which was Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh right, yeah. Yes. Which yeah. of course, you know, Marvel is military propaganda, and like, yeah, we have uh... the anarchist villains, right? Uh... And like, <laughs> Bucky went from a badass Soviet assassin to like, you know, American super cop. Aww. Oh, and what's Aww. interesting about this? What's interesting but... about this is that like, no, 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 let me let me finish my take. But I yeah. could have forgiven all of that. I could have yeah. forgiven all of that. Uh huh. Had they not decided. To fucking hide Helmut Zemo's Ze- Helmut Zemo's beautiful, beautiful face yeah. from the camera with that Versace coat and the purple ski mask. Okay, oh. I love okay, that man. I would risk my immortal soul for that man. I'm, like, gonna, I'm <laughs> just gonna come out and say it. I miss when he was fit- a candy Nazi. Oh God! But he's so he's so pretty, Phil. He's so. You could call title this episode "Finch is Down Bad," but oh, he's so no. pretty. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, sure, sure, he's pretty. It's it's, but it's like, hey, I I kind of miss like the campy Nazi. But Phil, know, but he was Phil, like he's so he was broken, evil. and I just want to fix him. Stop okay? trying to. No. He wants his no. family. I want to be a second wife. I want to have his children. Okay. Come he, like, no. He, he, you know, oh, he and I, we both hate the Avengers. Okay, oh I agree with him. There shouldn't be any more superheroes. We could just like have a little farm in the in the Balkans or wherever the 
Carpathians. I, I've decided that your uh, your type your your interest in men is like the shed archetype. Mm -hmm. Now, now, folks, for those who are listening, if you've ever doubted how uh, the the real the the authenticity of the Joker Harley relationship, I would just like to point to Exhibit A, uh, Finch and Baron Von Zemo. That is the, I, 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 I think I've witnessed just the, like, the complete fall of, of Finch into the psychic of Baron Von Zemo in, in the, yeah. like, not even a minute. It's impressive. Why are, no, listen, what? listen, listen, listen. No, 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 oh, no, like, no, no. We would have a very beautiful, mutually loving relationship in uh -huh. which we hated the Avengers. And, you know, we so like down, we hate man. the government, God. the American yeah. government. <laughs> Mm -hmm. He's so pretty, I, though. I, I, are, so are you going to reveal that you have that you have a nine hundred page fan fiction between you and Baron von Zemo? Somebody write that right now. Yeah. Please don't. No one, please. Who I will pay you not to write that. No, I will pay you to write that. You know, next, I will, next I'll time. bid you for that. I will. I'll bid you for that. This not is complicated because either way, someone's getting paid. Yeah. Oh, who said was I, I was gonna actually pay them? I was just gonna uh, threaten yeah. them with physical violence. Finch and, and, and Baron Zemo put a purple mask on me, and he looked lovingly into my eyes. And said, Phil, stop! Stop! Uh, you're you're encouraging. Do you, do you hate the films. Avengers too, <laughs> my Phil, love? I'm, Phil, I'm going to cut off your legs again. Yeah. No, not again. But but guys, it's like a trad marriage because we'd be like a uh -huh. no. We'd be like a, a happy christ marriage with seven yeah, kids. It's, it's I'd like be the a trad marriage united out of spite of against some I mean, at least like... he's not a... <laughs> I, at least I... he's not a Nazi anymore. Yeah, so like... I guess. This is a trad marriage, right? Yeah. I... We'd, we'd have I... a little Look, farm. I'd be barefoot to... and like consistently like pregnant in the kitchen or whatever. Is this, is this the episode that's going to be titled Trad Wife Pitch? Is that <laughs> is the one? Now, yeah. now I'm, love, yeah, now like, I'm oh, worried that like Finch actually wants that. This is definitely a great trad. Like, cause it's like, oh man, he used to be a Nazi, then he started following Tradical. And I'm very concerned for like Finch's psyche. I'm now sorry. he's Look, just a I, garden variety I, family reactionary. What do you guys? Why are you guys so uh, like? Why are you guys so against the idea of me being a second wife? All right, like the man lost his like, wife and kid, you know, and like you yeah, know, I'm here. Right. I'm I'm really willing the to give you seven there. kids. I, I, I believe you can do better, Finch. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, you're telling me that, like, I, I'm not justified in my attraction to guys in little Versace coats in, in I, I am most certainly doing... saying that you should not be attracted to to uh, vaguely Eastern European men in Versace coats. That's how you marry a doing... Nazi. Doing um, that acts of terror. This, this, like is, a, this is a new interesting racism that we're going to do on Mammonburg. Uh, yeah, we, we don't believe any race should <laughs> should <laughs> reproduce with an Eastern European. Which is, which no, is, this is I mean. ironic because that's I am also I mean. Eastern European. <laughs> We don't think Eastern Europeans should reproduce with this other is, Eastern. That is, that is Jack not, I, those words are being put in my mouth. Yes. I do not say Jackal, Jackal, Jackal just, this. yeah, Jackal just revealed that he wants Slavs to not breed. Uh huh. I, what, no, <laughs> that is actually not what I mean. No. One thing I do love about the Balkans is that everyone in the Balkans also is like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> everyone in the Balkans is like, yeah. <laughs> 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 
the Slovakians being East. like the Slovenians shouldn't reproduce, and yeah. I don't know the difference at all between the yeah. two. Where are you? The, oh, this mask Hang doesn't on, even look. look like a ski I, mask. Did they put I'm, it on a map? Hold on. Yeah, they, they put it on the map. It's so I don't. It know looks if like it's a mask Balkans over a helmet. Wait, there's a new place. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's the fictional country of Sokovia. Okay, yeah. Okay, no, it's not. It's kind of southern. Southern I'm sorry, I I haven't been keeping up with Balkans news because it's impossible to, so I thought a new state dropped. (laughs) I was like, Jesus, I'm really (laughs) not paying attention, huh? No, 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 no. No, No, it's it's, it's Slavic. It's Slavic. It's not. Okay, Okay, all right. The the flag is just the French flag with an eagle on it. Yes. Um, yeah, what? It's a, it's a vaguely po- it's this man. This is... uh, if, all right, for the record, there... the only exterminationist views I have are against the Italians. Second, mm. uh, I, yeah, I'm absolutely. Sorry. No, you what should be. We, you should be. Sorry. What did we ever do to you? <laughs> you... <laughs> I can't believe you'd say that when the French and British are right there. I can't oh, true. Yeah, that. and the Bel- the Belgian too. The, the Belgians, I, yeah. yeah. The, I, Brief aside, we talk a lot about how bad the French and the and the British are. Rightfully so. They're garbage, garbage human beings, and probably uh-huh. the best. Uh, uh-huh. I, I probably the best example of Caesar probably was a little too light in his invasion of uh, of northern yep. Europe. Yep, 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 yeah. Uh, he should have gone farther. I believe. Uh, uh-huh. I, in fact, I uh, Caesar should have gone straight into Britannia and uh, subjugated the horrible, horrible um, picked people. That was. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that was I, I believe that would that would be necessary. Um, second of all, uh, <laughs> this, despite the fact that we make fun of them, the Belgian uh, we should not forget Leopold II's uh, oh, no, basically no. Holocaust of of, uh, of Central Africa. No, yeah, that's yeah. No. And they get away like Belgian got got very rich uh, from the uh, I, uh, it was the rubber trade. I can't remember what it was before. Um, Second, you're telling me Belgium didn't like Belgium didn't get rich from trading waffles. What are you talking? What are you smoking? Yeah, that's it, it was all waffles, I know about uh, Belgium. <laughs> uh, waffles and uh, and uh, severed human hands. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Yeah. I yeah, that's uh, there. Uh, we should really make fun of uh, Belgians more. Um, yeah. They are uh, considering the fact that I think that they kind of get away for the, uh, from their uh, their colonialism and all all yes. the northern Europeans we got to make fun of the Dutch the Belgians, uh huh, the Scandinavians we got to make fun of all of them at least the at least the southern Europeans know how to like cook, so like yes they well to be fair they actually live in a uh, in an environment which is habitable to to like things that don't just to- taste like gruel, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, the okay, the Germans do have some tasty food. I'll, I'll give, I'll, I will give them that. No. Haha, you can't, you can't genocide me, Jackal, because I'm half German. <laughs> well, uh, I Germans. guess I'll just have to cut off half of you this time. Yeah. Well, you German did last such... episode. Yeah. Oh That's wait, true. no, we I just ate your leg. leg. Yeah. We can't have leg. continuity. You know, like I, the one thing to make fun of about Belgium is Brussels had like Epstein before Epstein. Oh no! Wait, it did. Yeah, the the Dutro affair. You should look that up sometime. Okay. I it's I, really bad. Am I going to regret looking it up? 
it was in the 90s so it was a it was a, a serial rapist guy and there's a strong suspicion that uh he he was running like a giant pedophile ring it turned into like a hundred thousand people protests like demanding more openness in the legal system because they basically knew this guy was doing it but none of like the legal system would come after him it anyway yeah so they, yeah that that's a thing Bel belgium is is a, a pedophile country sweet also. god okay well, <laughs> well to be fair what 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 at this point what country is not basically not covering up for a horrible horrible crimes is committed against yeah. children yeah. That's true. What country doesn't have pedophile networks? Come on. Yeah, like it's like a, the, the like the camps at the border, Joe. Oh yeah. no, it's, it's the, the Bong Joon Ho no. uh, quote where he's like, "We, you know, we don't live in different countries. We all live under global capitalism." And I think he's almost right, except it's uh, we all live you know, under a giant pedophile ring. It's just like no, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. This is yeah. where this I'm is sorry. where we all get cupilled. This I is think, all where, where we I, get. A, I think he's a comrade. Uh, yeah. He'll never say it out loud. Because well, then, I, yeah, will... I think if there's any movie that like consider he made Snowpiercer and and uh, Parasite, and, yeah, oh great, definitely movies, both. Parasite is a very distinctly anti-capitalist movie, and anybody who tries to argue that it's just about like the true parasites are the Park family, I'm like, screw you, mm -hmm. get out of here. Not the intention of the film. It's called Parasite for a very specific reason. Yachungas. Mm hmm. There's yeah. also in Snowpiercer the like the you have the the cyclical uh, um, train and you also have like the like the end of the movie spoilers but I I, I want to talk about this is I know the, what you're talking about yeah uh, is at the end where like the like basically they make it like yeah we're just gonna commodify this revolution into like the next regime we're just like that's yeah, just gonna be and then he decides no we're, I'm going to derail the train it's going like no, I'm going I to break that's, the that's cycle that's an excellent ending it's but, an excellent Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, well, Bong Joon, he's got a really interesting class read in that movie because it's it's beyond just the straight up normal class dynamic you think of. He he actually seems to locate a lot of the power in the middle class, um, which is kind of like an interesting thing because, like, I, I think he, I don't know. There's a lot of ways to read that movie, but like when as they get through it, like the most colorful and like. Uh, I don't know, the powerful side part of the train is the middle part with the like schools and the, um, you know, like as they're educating. Well, yeah, without the middle class, there would yeah. be no one to like serve and work in. Well, and to, of the upper and to class. disseminate and to, to disseminate like the the image of like what the upper class wishes that and that that was kind of an interesting thing where he was just like. Yeah, this this continued like rushing to the front isn't isn't going to be the solution because the middle class is kind of infected and all that. It's it's you need to like move outward and create a new system entirely. It's it's good. It's good. It's a good movie. I love it so much. He's such. I'm sorry. He's a comrade. He'll never admit it, but he is. I know. Uh, you read the. I know what you are, it's, it's based it, on yeah. a. It's based on a comic. I want to read the comic to see how much of of that is is in the comic. Or and he was raised home, super so. Catholic too. He's lapsed, but I know. I know yeah. who you are. Oh yeah, no, it's always in there. It's it's a fire burning in your chest yeah the actually anti, the, the, the anti-capitalist sentiment of christianity burns within yeah. him yeah there's like a deep like people who hate catholicism that were raised catholic there's something so catholic about their hatred of catholicism <laughs> yeah really, i don't know i've been reading like dubliners by james joyce and i whatever i read like james joyce he's like hates the catholic church but on the other hand like not really you know what i mean well, i don't he's know there's very something, catholic there's something really catholic about it 
he's got a sundari relationship with the yeah Catholic i think as someone who I, I i think i can after hanging out with uh with um josiah and finch i i can have a, an opinion now of the type of oh god negative opinions against against uh, uh the catholic church from catholics and uh whatever josiah is and uh <laughs> flirting with catholicism gonna end up just like a tepid anglo-cath but carry on <laughs> like the majority of a- a- anglo-cath twitter <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love all of you. I just that that seems to be the case from what I see, um, and from yeah. Protestant hatred of of the Catholic Church, which I've seen from uh, both sides of my family, um, mm-hmm. is that there's a there's a very unique kind of dislike of the Catholic Church from Catholics who like it. I think it just comes from like it's your community, and because of that, like you have there's a different kind of. You want to see it get better versus the other kind of hatred uh, uh, is that you don't want it to exist. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but there's, different. like, that's kind of what I feel about America sometimes. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Just, yeah. Like, I, I hate this place, but also it's filled with all the people I love, and I love the diversity yeah, sure. and a lot of the... A lot of the culture that has sprang up, and there, there's, there are some real gems here. It's just that uh, global capitalism sucks, and maybe we should have a better government. Maybe yeah. we shouldn't have a government at all. <laughs> maybe, maybe, no, maybe, no, no, I've been reading Abdullah Ajalon, and uh, now, oh, God. I, it's, no, okay, no, Anarchist. I'm not going to go, that's it. <laughs> no, no, that, that's that's going to go to another, um, I I will, um, I am going to bully Josiah to read Bookchin, and then Ajalon. Oh, yeah, that um, that's coming, it's coming. It'll probably in the summer when I can. I mean, it, yeah. it is great that, like, Jackal and I are both anarchist adjacent. Yeah, I'm. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> this is how we either. This is how either Mammonberg is going to lead to the start of a Christian commune somewhere in the Midwest. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, or this is going or... to end up with me and Josiah uh, going to Rojava. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that there's gonna be like an anarchist versus communist split eventually. That's like like a Spanish Civil War style, no. like, like oh, Mammonberg no. murdering itself. Yeah, but no. that, that can't happen. Oh, God. I'll be stuck in the middle because I'm like an anarcho commie. What am I gonna oh. do? Yeah, yeah. I'm a uh, yeah. You'll have to I, run I've got nonsense political views, but whatever. It's Man, we, we've, I mean, we've all got a little bit of clown shit going on here. Now, do we? Now, is it? Is it? Spanish or is it the East West Schism? Is it is, is what's going on? Oh, happen. there's that too. That's coming. <laughs> uh, am I going to am I gonna make a hard orthobro um pivot oh, somewhere around yeah. the podcast? We we are lacking an orthodox perspective on this. We <laughs> are, yeah. Go to bring on, there, uh, there's a few Francis. like orthodox people, but I, I, I need to talk to we need to bring them on. Francis would be a really easy guest to get on. For, like, half a second, guess. I thought you meant Pope Francis. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Well, par- partially partially Francis, because I, cause I know him in real life, and I knew him when he converted to orthodoxy. So, right. like, yeah, he, he's an easy guest. We should do it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think, well, uh, well, that's not your first guess, is uh, we're, we're really lacking, like, the orthodox perspective uh-huh. of, uh, of things. Mm. We're all just kind of vague, like, uh, <laughs> roughly Western Christianity in that regard, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Obviously, there's like Eastern, um, there's Eastern rites and Catholicism, but it's a bit different. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, oh, uh, so something I want to note about um, about uh, the uh, the the Snyder Cut 
briefly was um, yeah. Don't even so, start with me. So I, I had before I watched the Snyder Cut, um, before it came out, I watched the extended uh, edition of the Hateful Eight on Netflix. Oh yeah, which is another. That's a that's a long movie too. That's a um, it's another long movie, and it gets even longer with the with the extended edition. Um, but the the thing about it is that it was divided into episodes. I think five episodes, mm-hmm. um, along with an intermission, and. I honestly do believe that the Hayfully flowed better as a, as sort of like that kind of weird mix of let it's clearly like produced as a movie, but you it's so big that you split it up into a show. I know what you that mean. It's I that's think, how uh, Mr. Robot feels. I, I yeah. still I I will you'll get mad at me. I, I have not watched Mr. Robot yet. That's fine. I I need to watch it. It's on my list, but there's so many other there's so much the things to watch. Episode. Yeah. The first I, I episode to is so it. good. I, I will, I'm going. That, it's on my list for like this summer to like uh, when I, when I really get the chance to just sort of like sit down and, and watch a, a show. Um, mm. But right now I'm binging um, Anthony Bourdain's um, uh, Parts Unknown on HBO at the moment. Um, I need to watch that at some point. It's so good. Uh, uh, rest in peace, Anthony. Um, the. Uh, but yeah, I, I watched the Hateful Eight, and it flowed so much better. I think as sort of like in the in, as sort of like a show, because you had those moments to rest. Those like you were able to sort of like get up. You were like, hey, sure, you could do that yeah. in a movie. But it's there's, I think that there's a very big difference between a show and a mo- and a movie. Where a yes. show, you kind of feel, it feels like you're not being front loaded with so much content, even if it's like an hour. Yeah, like the runtime is an hour. It doesn't. It's like our, well, the way our brain yeah. processes it. It, it depends it just... on like what your like. It depends on what your specialty is because I've written a bunch of scripts, and for me, I can either go short form stories like barely the episode, like ba- barely the length of a TV episode, thirty to an mm-hmm. hour. I I can do short of that, and I could do a feature length, but I can't do anything in between. Yeah. It's just the problem with TV is it's such a like because it's such a long form story that you end up like losing. For me, I try to compress my stories as much as possible because I my my teacher kind of gave me the uh, indie influence there to try to compress and like cut out everything that isn't necessary so that you could have yeah. something you could actually reasonably make. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. But, right. There's a lot that gets in filmmaking that just gets lost on the cutting room floor. It's just sad, but true. Yeah. And I think that there's, I think when you really watch like director's cuts that you really get the, like the, the, the sort of like the idea of like, wow. Yeah. There's so much here that like, like personally, I think if you've ever watched Amadeus, I think theatrical cut is better, but for some reason you can only get Blu-rays of the like, director's cut for some reason i believe the director had something to do with that uh yeah you can yeah. buy dvds of the theatrical cut which i think is better it's just unnecessary like the director's cut isn't bad it just adds a few unnecessary scenes that like pad the length of the movie yeah it's you not bad that, but it's not as good there's that odd in between where there are there are some like in the hateful eight i'll say that there's there's some stuff in the hateful eight that feels like yeah, you should have cut this. Like this, this kind of feels just kind of well, uh, yeah. like it's there to be there, and it doesn't. It kind of feels like 
to but that's the, the, I mean that's the, how I feel about the entirety of the Snyder Cut. Without watching it, I can notice that you're making a four hour long movie about like a superhero movie, mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. lar- a lot of it is just going to be filler of some kind. Now yeah. I will actually say that there is I was an opinion I have is actually that I'm really surprised that that I don't think that if 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 what happened with 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 sex like that Zack Snyder exited the project if that didn't. Which, you know, uh, he exited the project because his daughter committed suicide. That's something that's completely outside of the... Yeah, I heard. That's that's yeah. awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was Terrible. awful. I, I'm... And it... There's actually... There seems... Snyder seems to have had an odd kind of change of, of like, somewhat politic. It seems that he's gotten somewhat... Uh, there's been a change, I think, from after. And, of course, something like that would change a person. Um, but... I. I, after just watching like an hour and 51 minutes of the Snyder Cut, my opinion is that I have no idea how this movie would have actually been able to have been released theatrically, the, uh, theatrically, because there's a lot here that I don't think that there's, you can cut some of the unnecessary bits, but this movie is, from what I've seen, in order to like actually understand the plot and the characters, you need a lot of this stuff here. Uh yeah. Because if if not, like we get what we get of the theatrical cut, which is that it's it's just completely like it like the 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 character that had the most disservice in the theatrical cut was Cyborg. Um, you know, just so happened that the black guy got the uh the the broad end of the thing. Um, what but... Joss Whedon being racist? What? I know. Wow. Yeah. I can't believe that's such a surprise. But Firefly um, was so good and totally not racist at any point. Mm-hmm. Eddie, not at all. Not not at all. That's our feminist feminist hero, uh, Josh Whitman. Yeah. Um, oh God. But it's uh, there was when you watch the 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 Snyder cut, Cyborg has a, like an actual character. He has like a character, like a character, and like it's completely boggling to me how like yeah is there stuff that you could cut here to like make it uh work I theatrically think, yeah sure if you my hot take before i even see this damn thing is that <laughs> the joss whedon movie was basically unwatchable and everyone hated it and this mm-hmm. is watchable by comparison so everyone thinks it's like the best movie ever made right and yeah is there, I think I will say, is there stuff here to like? Yes, there is. There is stuff here to like. There is uh, some of the performances here, particularly from Cyborg. I think Cyborg is, I think, so far, my favorite character because, like, one, his his character has not just been completely pivoted to being, like, objectivist sad boy like Batman and Superman has. Um, I mean, I hate I hate his design because he doesn't look like a person. No, he doesn't. And that's, <laughs> he just looks like I a will, face on a robot. I oh. will say that, that it... It works at night when there are scenes where there's not uh, a lot of light. It it looks better, but when you see, see it in, but when you see it at like when there's a lot of lighting, you can really see. And specifically in scenes, you can see that like yeah, the CGI is kind of un- unfinished, and that's I, also I mean, another I, big problem with it is that there's scenes in this movie where I can tell that yeah, no, I can tell that these were scenes that were on the cutting room floor and they were only just done recently because you can see like the effects are still kind of they look a little wonky. Uh, especially with green screen, like there's, 
there's a scene where someone's riding on a horse and you can like see that like the when they're in when they're standing still it looks fine but when they're in fast in they're in rapid motion then it just it looks so oh, odd. That's so yeah. gross. I mean, and then my, I mean scenes, my personal favorite cyborg is Doom Patrol cyborg. I'm sorry. My mine is Teen Titans. Um, that that'll uh that that's never gonna go away. Um, I think the Teen Titans did it like the best. Um, but that was like, everyone's goth GF awakening. <laughs> yeah, yes, it was. I think if there's anything that the internet can attest to, it's that. Um, <laughs> but. It, it's. I was surprised by how the, that was actually something that um, I. I don't know if I want to spoil a scene, but basically, there's a there's a scene where Cyborg is altruistic, for the for just for the purpose of being altruistic, and it was surprising to me because that is completely outside of Zack Snyder's characterization of a hero, of like his main mm-hmm. of like a protagonist. He yeah, usually portrays that as yeah. like a kind of weakness. Very, and it was very odd. Generally, yeah. It's Zack odd. Snyder just thinks that people fall into societal roles, and it's like. Hey guys, uh, I'm a hero because of circumstance, and I do it because no one well, else will do it. Or, or by just impressive feats of strength in like a Nietzschean sense, or like mm-hmm. I don't know, being brilliant. Or How being, very I like the, the Randy and like Atlas shrugged kind of no. way. I mean, I already, I already know the Snyder Cut is mediocre because there is no, there is no individual in the Snyder Cut that I would be the trad wife for. No, oh, oh my god and that is the, the most scathing creature. oh my uh, finch who would, who would you be the trad wife to the irishman and the irishman <laughs> oh, no. the irishman oh. jesus oh. Um, you gotta pick one god i don't know jimmy hoppa he was a team <laughs> <laughs> but you're doomed to be a widow to, to be a widow and never know what happened to him I, well, I mean, that's the the cross I have to carry for him getting despite involved the fact with the mafia. That, despite the fact that Robert De Niro shot him. <laughs> yeah, it's not the character. Robert De Niro did kill Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, Robert De Niro yeah, went back Robert and De Niro killed did Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah. And Joe Pesci ordered it. I have proof. It's it's. Oh, jeez. I mean, that's it's that's the truth. Because. Uh, I don't have any jokes. I it's it's what true a... because I have it's in it's in the white papers and I can't yeah. show it to you because the globalists will come after me. It's just <laughs> unfortunate because Jimmy Hoffa is not like so broken that I want to fix him in the way that he's just like broken. Zemo is. You know. I mean, well, listen, your standard for like brokenness is like a Ming vase. I swear. Mm. <laughs> now, technically, I think so far in this movie, you could technically fix Batman because he's basically like a, a, a PTSD, so, like feeling guilty that I kind of had a, a, a I kind of was a xenophobic scumbag. I'm trying to be better about it. So you, you've got that. Yeah, he's got a bit of that. that got a bit of that, but like, I can't be Batman's second wife. All right, I can't get. Yeah, I can't replace the children he lost. You know. This is getting weird. I'm sorry, guys. This is getting, this is so strange. And, You're building a very this, strange mythology. Wonderful note. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm gonna have to call it a night, but uh, I I hope you guys have a great rest of your episode. This was a weird note to end on. This is that was the fantastic. you picked a fantastic moment to uh, to yeah. Who's, yeah. I'll be Who, I'll be thinking be... about this for the rest of the evening. For yeah. Please, please do. I, I hope mean, you do. Mitch honestly needs right. to just like. Make Fish a dating just... profile that like <laughs> goes up and it, it only attracts like like 
weird broken hunky dudes. F- fixer upper hunky lapsed Catholics who could come back if they were just convinced. Like that's kind of the vibe. No, no. Yes. Yeah, that's question. True. Before before you leave, Josiah, is that not uh-huh. the purpose of Twitter? That is the purpose of Twitter. Yeah, I think that's I think that's Finch's long term goal. On or Twitter. Facebook. That's fine. Yeah. No, Jeez. that's not. Oh no, the goal no you guys figured me out. <laughs> <laughs> hunting around trad twitter looking for <laughs> hunting around trying to find the trad helmet zemo uh-huh. <laughs> oh josiah you go go before you get okay. something further all right, all right. go before yeah, we, we go discourse right about who finch would and would not date <laughs> oh my god uh, this is um, the finch's down bad episode i know you're so down bad you're down, oh God! You're like the final rung of a ladder. You're so down bad. <laughs> oh my Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, the other point I was gonna before I'm gonna put us back on point is here. So pretty. No, oh, we're ah. going back on point. We are ah. going back on point. No, we are going back on point. The, the so wait, somebody mentioned the Snyder Cut. What? The the Snyder Cut also. I'll say the Snyder Cut is the of parts that they he could have put as episodes it's divided oh. into like part one part two part three and seeing that it's like why did you just do that why did you just split it into it's into like four, make it a mini series at that point four like hours it, long it's four hours long i can't four. i listen i can't deal with that my brain will literally hibernate before i i i do that and i'm gonna do it to myself i but it's like how do you have four hours in a day to just set aside the Snyder cut? I like, tried. I, I I tried. It was, yeah. uh, but there are not it's... enough hours in the day. And this yeah. is this is for me. Like I was, you know, uh, screwing around like with a friend talking about the movie. Um, and like, but yeah, it's it's super long. But I I will say I don't regret watching what I've watched. It's. It, it is surprised like i was genuinely surprised like how much was there that i enjoyed um i do feel that Zack snyder has improved overall as a director from from now i, I can't part of my misgivings with snyder so i think that he just he's playing around in a sandbox that he really does not get it seems like it, it's at least to me it kind of seems like his idea of like what the his idea of like why he likes superheroes kind of for me seems like the like the 90s idea of like why superheroes are so cool um yeah i know what you mean because like the superhero writing went really bad in the 90s yes it did supremely i mean i mean mind you that's how we got deadpool cable and the 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 guy the lady who's very lucky forget her Um, name uh oh shoot um bullseye yeah no that's that's, no no no, that's that's the daredevil domino 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 yes domino She's great. That's from that was all from Rob Liefeld. Someone else who I'll have to I cover hate... for the Rob Liefeld sucks, but like also he made some of the best Marvel characters ever. So, uh, I, like, uh, give the, uh, give that I, uh, Phil. I'm just gonna say give that to writers who came after, yeah, not to him. They That's they like... retrofitted his characters to be better. They started out pretty terrible. Yeah, if you read the the first appearance of Deadpool, Deadpool has nothing that you like about him in that in that book. Oh, I know. It's insufferable. He just he just looks like Deadpool, but there's nothing like Rob Liefeld also didn't know how to draw bodily proportions. 
No, he did not. Um, he does not know how to draw feet. He does not know how to draw uh, torso, specifically women's torso. His legs just goes on. Like, women's legs just go on forever. They're eternal. They're there it's it's truly like uh i i feel i feel that there's definitely a type of guy who's attracted to the life of uh, rob life bayonetta's legs are long i bet you a rob lifefield's character like character design for a female character is longer finch i'm gonna i'm I'm gonna put uh a picture of rob liefeld's uh um uh the the anatomy of of how he drew Oh, no. um, okay, lay it I, on me. Lay it no. on me. Lay it on me. I, I'm I'm gonna find it. Well, first, let you me. You gotta like you gotta pour a bucket a bucket know. of cold water. I, 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 I'm right gonna now. send you a few. I, I'm gonna send you a few things first. As a um, weird, freaky communist filmmaker who exists in the periphery of the film industry, who has tangential relationships with other filmmakers, because I start espousing communist theory and they they look at me and they're like hey um how can you even work in an industry so drenched in capitalism if you hate it so much and I'm like lord I wish I knew <laughs> to be but, fair though there's a pretty there's a pretty long history of like uh of of like No uh, there is a pretty long history of communist sentiment in the film industry that's how the Hollywood blacklist started Mm. yes it was it was Uh, literally just a blacklist meant to keep people who wanted to unionize which they ended up doing anyway the film industry actually probably is one of the few industries in america with the strongest unions still going that's true it it seems that there's actual power to like yeah because like uh... gaffers have like sag aftra is a great union for like the screen actors guild and actors like screen actors guild is amazing they give like writers' rights to everybody. Without the writer strike, we would have never gotten yeah. Castiel the Angel. So, I mean, true. That's a. I mean, I no. I think Fritz, what you've just argued is the reason I think my union should not exist. <laughs> oh my god, this is bad, yeah. Jackal! Wow, <laughs> is this how I'm gonna get wow. canceled on Tumblr? <laughs> Yeah, this this would get every yeah. single character who is drawn that way is like literally built like a truck. It's very disquieting. Has the image loaded to loaded now? It's not loading for me, but have, do you see it? Oh yeah, I, I see it. I see it, and it's not. I got wow. a second one. There we go. Oh. We got a second one. Oh, Look at that. No. Let me see this. That that guy's leg is like twice the size of my torso. Oh oh oh. You know, as a woman, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely my body is just like this. Yeah, Finch, how I, long? I, you're a street lamp. Yeah, I'm a street you're lamp, a street and lamp. I got severe scoliosis. So yeah, um, great to be finally represented. You also do not have feet. Yeah, I don't have feet. No feet. You you do not you do not have feet, and Which, as a man, I mean, we, that's going to prevent you from being a trad wife. You can't be barefoot and pregnant if you're you don't have feet. Oh no, you're right. You're, you're right. You're, you, now you can't get with Baron Zemo. It, oh, all no. out, it all worked out in the end, guys. Oh my! I'm finding <laughs> oh, no. more more horrible examples of Rob Liefeld's anatomy. Yeah, it's bad. Um, it's bad. I can't don't, get with Baron Finch, Zemo. Oh god! You're an no. illustrator. Don't go down that pit. Don't go down that pit, man. Hold on, I I wanna there. God, he's so objectively. My just, fiance, my fiance has gotten very angry over how bad his art is. It's insufferable. It's like it, his art just makes your eyes hurt. It is. 
there was a common joke among my friends of the called we called it the Liefeld uh, uh Liefeld stance, which is when you you stand like like in a rigid statue with your with like your your spine jutting out and you're hiding your feet. Um, it is. Oh God. Uh, here's the other other example of Rob Laffold's oh, uh, grand understanding of of, uh, of women and, uh, and anatomy. I don't know if I can anyway, take this jackal. So, Hang on. So my my commie criticism of the modern film industry is like the commodification of oh, it as an art form, God. which yeah. the Snyder cut, in my opinion, basically has exacerbated. I I actually think I'll disagree with you there because there's I I really don't. Th- I can see how, but I also I kind of have to give Snyder some some props that like I clearly this is a vision that you had and you really wanted this to happen and it's happened. I mean, it's weird how it happened, but I, honestly, despite the fact that there's an outcry for like him to continue, I don't think I think that Warner Brothers like as a company, despite this, they this was not it did not work out for them to like. I know <laughs> I know what you mean because it's like. It's a win for artists because Zack Snyder got to finish his original vin- vision. Because no matter my... how how much we have to, how much we don't like his his style, his, I know how he. I have we have to give it like this is he had of it. He clearly had a vision that he wanted to happen. He wanted he. The thing that I... frustrates me is the fan. Well, yes, That's... the fan. The fans are are insane no, cultists just... in. In, yeah, in I know. Ways. I feel like it wouldn't have been made had they not like whipped themselves off into like a content frenzy. Yeah, no, it wouldn't have if it, like this would not have happened if they if if they did not. Um, which there's also I have to there's a there's an odd kind of like awe that I have for like that this happened because it's so strange that it happened. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, yeah, it's a surreal experience. I mean, it was surreal watching this from evolve from from like failed um uh uh petitions to it actually happening. Um, part of the the reason why it happened is that that uh they were launching HBO Max and they needed content. Um, and they knew yeah, but that's that there kinda... would be. Yeah, that's kind of what worries me is like the endless endless churn of the content machine. True, but I think I don't think that I don't think that you can really hold this specifically as no, that. No, it's not. It's not is... Snyder's fault. No, he I, actually. It's... And mind you, from what I've heard, he made a marginally better movie than the original. Yes, it, it like. It so is I have to it, I have to give him a little gold star for like oh wow you you made a movie that is watchable good for you buddy if we were to put this as stars if we were rate, rating it on like the uh, like you know five out like five out of ten ten out of ten that kind of thing I would give I would give this so far from what I've seen I'd give this a solid five five or six it's a like it's a solid it is a solid like yeah, it's, it's a, a it's movie an average like. You know, it's a summer blockbuster. That's what it is. It's a. It's is. It, are you going to be entertained? Yeah, there. There will be. You will be entertained by parts. Is there? Is there like good acting in it? Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, particularly from Cyborg. Cyborg has some fantastic acting. Um, the actor for I, I wish I could remember. His, um, actually, you know, let me let me look it up. Uh, because I don't want to. He he did a very very good job. Um, I'll have to do like an actual review of this when I finish it. Um. 
Let's see. Uh, Cyborg. Ray Fisher. Um, Ray Fisher, like, has put a lot of heart into his performance, and it's impressive. Um, there's, is there, and there's also some, like, genuinely really, like, Snyder, for all of his, like, for his, uh, the, the excess that he has with his slow motion, the, the, the grandiosity and gaudiness of his style. There is one particular, there's, like, two particular scenes here, which are, like, just so, like, impressive and it's not necessarily because they're like grandiose it's because like there's like i can tell like he did put a lot of art like thought and and he put a lot of thought behind how do these scenes look uh and how are they composed and it's impressive um so the, and they're they're not in the theatrical cut so i i think there's a lot to like here but also you do have the obvious thing of like there's for me the thing my my thing is that this this is not a good story even like even with this like with uh with the snyder even with the Snyder, even with all of this like here this is still not like a an enjoyable story to me yeah i mean it's just it's another superhero movie to add to the pile yeah and it's another and, and uh, to uh, the, i think the other pre the previous superhero talk was was uh cut out but like I as look, I grew up on superheroes. My, my I remember one of the first uh, I have distinct memories of my uncle um giving me my first ever comic book, which was uh, a Marvel's Defenders comic, and then subsequently that's where um like uh, he he gave me um Batman comics and uh, you know Avengers comics and all that stuff. Like so, I, I used to I when I was a kid, I used to binge watch the Sam Raimi Spider Man trilogy. Oh yeah, same. I like, ruined my DVD. I love those movies. I, I ruined I my, my uh, as a kid. I, I completely destroyed like the it can't because I put it in the DVD player so many and, times. And Guillermo del Toro. I remember uh I tried oh, to boy, do, yeah. I tried to do Illustrator. I tried to become an illustrator when I was a kid, but I realized I did not have the articulation in my hands for it because I broke right. my dominant hand as a kid. So I oh, was boy. just I never had the knack for like drawing that I do for cinematography or filmmaking or film photography. I just, that is something I feel closer to than this. Right. Than illustration. I just never, I'm not the worst artist in the world. Like I could sketch something legible, but not great. Like little cartoon animals, but nothing beyond that. Right. But um, what struck me is I remember my teacher used to put on, like violent movies and he put on hellboy he put on like terminator 2 and i was like 13 at the time like 12 or 13 and i remember being really drawn into hellboy and wanting to see it more and what's funny right. is that spider-man hellboy uh daredevil spider-man hellboy daredevil and probably batman are like kind of interchangeably my four favorite superheroes i don't think it's hellboy's not really a superhero though he, I mean, he kind of like he kind of fits the distinction. He's the protagonist of a comic book. He is a quote unquote superhero. You kind of. I, I don't know. Part of this goes with I think that I, I, I think mean, this has kind of been a label that um, something with this kind of goes broadly within the the comic book industry. There's been a push like against the because we'll get one day we'll have to do like an, an actual episode into like why the comic book industry was 
was dominated by superheroes. And the reason being is that basically like other comic book industries in other countries um, like uh, or other regions of the world, like in Japan, um, like in um, like in Japan, like in um, South America, like in Europe, um, those industries were like allowed to develop and mature. Um, but in America, there was such like an like because it happened during the Cold War and because Americans were insane, were just completely insane about anything that was possibly, you know, like uh, harming the the uh, the quote unquote harming the the development of the children um, with juvenile delinquency and Bolshevism. Um, there was a, a strong surge against like comic book media, uh, specifically like oh, comic yeah, book I media. Yeah, the like particularly with you know horror comics, and because of that, like this is oh, an industry I, I that I watched the whole documentaries on the crackdown on and the like the formation of the Comics Code Authority. Right. It was a, it like it's there. I think that if you real like if you're talking about the history of censorship in the United States, you have to talk about like what happened in the nineteen uh, yeah the horror 60s. comics, which actually used to like mm-hmm. a lot of horror comics had like really good like. I would say bordering lefty subtext. Oh yeah, there, there was, was this one which is like literally about anti-Jewish discrimination. Yes, and that was what it's I was about. Worried. It's yeah. about a posse that bo- like burns down a Jewish like a Jewish owned house in their neighborhood, and then the main character of the comic finds out that he's Jewish, <laughs> and eventually the the same people that he burned down their house start to like slowly one by one like turn on him too right and it's actually like a really it's a really good anti-discrimination comic and a lot of people weren't making comics no, with like was... bipoc characters featured promptly in them mm-hmm. and like did, yeah minority characters actually like teaching like shitty racist white people a lesson mm. like there those was, um... Those were in horror comics in the early days. Like, one of my favorite ones, oh my god, there's this, like, the twist is that, okay, I, I can't spoil the ending, because then that re- I have to, like, say it. So it's about a guy who visits a robot planet. And oh, yeah, the, uh, yeah. The, robot pl- the robots are, like, divided into groups based on, like, model and color, and they, like, they discriminate against one group heavily, and, like, they war with each other all the time and uh the astronaut who's from earth is trying to like move from planet to planet to get like planets to join this like federation of like peace this galactic like federation of peace where like there's like one government and everybody right it's a fed- like, kind of about like the yeah. star trek federation yeah they've they all go, they set like aside that. their differences and they're going from planet to planet and they're like creating almost a utopia and you know he at the end of the comic it he takes off his helmet and it's revealed that he's black and he's like he kind of like disdainfully says that the robots aren't ready for that kind of thing basically I'll, I'll... suggesting that like earth had moved beyond racism it's a very good some... comic there was a to to give you a little background to that that was um that was the last comic that the publisher ec comics put out like as a comic book because they were trying to go with like the Comics Code Authority. The Comics Code Authority was this time run by a judge. I can't remember his name. Um, and um, uh, the Comics Code, like uh, the head of the Comics Code Authority, called uh, to the to the editor at the time, um, who was also an artist, um, and said, uh, "You can't have a black man." Um, he said, mm. w- "What do you mean? Like, well, you can't." There's 
They mean you can't have a black man. You can't have a black man. Well, I, I'm looking at the code right now. There's nothing in here that says we cannot have a black man as a main character in a comic book. You can't have a black man in your comic book. Um, and so he, he got his, uh, the editor, got his publisher on the phone. He said, if you don't print my comic, if you don't let it on the newsstands, I am going to call a press conference about the racism of the Comics Code Authority that they are afraid to put a black man in a comic book. And he said, okay, you can have a black man, but, but get rid of like the perspiration on his face and the, the, uh, the, the, um, the perspiration and the, the, uh, the highlights of, of, uh, of like shine on his face. It's, it's grotesque. Um, and uh, the, the William Gaines, the publisher, uh, all he said was, fuck you, um, uh, slammed the phone down. And that was like the last comic that they published. Wow. Um, yeah. EC dude, Comics was actually such a good like voice in the early days of comic books. They were they were outselling everyone else. There was a what there was one story which I, I remember was uh they had um had a, 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 a Korean war veteran coming back home from, from Korea because uh, he got his hand um, blown off. And uh they, it, the whole story is basically um building up to uh it's building up to like uh, him coming back home and how everyone is excited to have to welcome their boy back and he gets up during a speech and he talks about how it was a uh, um there was another person from the town who he knew growing up with um who saved him uh in korea from from dying um who sacrificed himself to save him and uh he said that uh that so he was able to come home but his friend was turned away that they didn't they didn't let his his remains come back home because he was black. Um, oh wow! And he wow. and in the speech he said, "You say you're proud of me. I'm not proud of you. I'm ashamed of you and for you." And he leaves. So that's where the comic ends. One there of my is, <laughs> that's that's good. That's good. There is it like and for me like this really shows like what like the the medium was kind of like stifled because the. America clearly people did not like this. They did not like the fact that there was one there was such violence in these comics. Two that these comics were trying to say something that they didn't want to be talked about. Oh yeah. I mean it was a mix of like pulpy violence that they were like very puritanical about. But also like hey guys, positive representation of minorities can't be having that in our like white people books. Get them out of here. Yeah. So it it kind of shows like why why did superhero comics why do they dominate the comic book industry? At least why they they're not really doing that anymore. In fact, the comic book industry is really dominated by like original graphic novels and other stuff like Image that. Image is not, doing great. Image, Image is doing fantastic. Yeah. Um and they have a lot of good stories. Like Paper Girls do. is great. Uh, God, did, Saga. Did, they pub- did they publish Black Hammer? Yes. Black Hammer's great. Um, Dark Horse too. There's, there's a. Uh, I mean, um, I'm a Hellboy fan, so of course I like. Obvi- obviously, there's a, uh, there's other like, um, there's a uh, European comics are gaining a mar- uh, a market here. There's. Um... Oh yeah. Well, I mean, I think to be honest, as a filmmaker, Parasite has seen like a schism in American con, like, because here's the thing. I love when Boon Jung Ho got on stage and was like, the Oscars is a local film festival. That had me cracking up. Because <laughs> if you think about it, the Oscars is a local film festival. It's run it by is, Hollywood. Yeah. It, they only really select, like, admitted, like, like, they only really, the only, the only films that are really considered 
for Oscars, like, outside of the scope of Hollywood are, like, short films. They do have a short film block. That's, that's really... Why... I was so surprised that Parasite won Best Picture. I was sincerely yeah, surprised. Yeah, because it's so curated. You know, they have it such is. a like very strict level of criteria, and it really has just, like... I mean, I think, obviously, in the last five years, some pretty deserving films have won the Oscars. But for a long time, the Oscars has pretty much been a circle jerk of, like, Hollywood rich people being like... Ah, uh, yeah, that's a good movie. Give him like an award or some shit. Yeah, yeah. But make sure it's, uh, like Scarlett Johansson gets an award for best actress this year. Oh god, yeah. yeah. It, it 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 doesn't. It, it's very. Like, Marriage insular. Story is a fantastic film. Like I'm not gonna say Marriage Story isn't a fantastic film, but like I, I saw despite the that. memes, despite the memes. Every day I wake up and see more marriage story memes. <laughs> it's amazing. I think that the memes have 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 really carried that film into like internet uh, internet culture at this point. Yeah, but like that, I will say meme culture is good for independent cinema or like art house cinema because it gets what otherwise people might not watch to actually watch something. Yeah, yeah. Like there, if you, it, if you can pick out like for example, that's why it's always sunny is really popular. Right. Because there are that, so that many is... moments that people can just share with each other. Like, can I offer you an egg in this trial trying time? Mm -hmm. uh, suicide is badass. <laughs> God, that show's so good. I love it so much. So most, good, of, yeah. most of the quotable, like, I can't eat it without the skin, D. I can't eat it without the skin. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe, Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. Did, did you fuck my mom, Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, practitioner of bird law. Oh, <laughs> but oh yeah, man. It's just, I mean, personally, I'm partial to like foreign films, art house films, and independent films. Like, I love the film Birdman. That was very deserving of an Oscar. Yeah, that was very also, good. I love Alejandro de Iñárritu. I yeah. personally enjoyed The Revenant more than Birdman, but that's because I generally like for me. No, of his two films, are... of those two films, I like The Revenant more, but I still love Birdman. You know what I mean? Birdman evokes yeah. a very, a very specific feeling in me, but The Revenant is all around, in my opinion, a superior like movie of his. Yeah, I, I yeah, I, I this so I many good really... one-liners in The Revenant too. Oh yeah, so many. I I was also so like I still am somewhat surprised that the Revenant was where DiCaprio got his Oscar versus versus like the Wolf of Wall Street, which really seems like that was should have been like the one where he got it. Yeah, I don't know. McConaughey beat him out. <sighs> yeah, he did. I don't know. Like I think the movie industry. I hope for leftism as like I break into the industry, not that I'm going to wind up some important asshole. I hope I wind up as an important asshole, but we can all dream. <laughs> now, but, like, now, if you I do, feel... I hope that you, you invite us all to the parties. Yeah, same. <laughs> like, for example, have you ever heard of the film The Last Black Man of, in San Francisco? Yes, yes, it's a very good movie. That yeah. movie is about the gentrification of San Francisco, like bar none, that's what the movie is about. And that is, to me a very leftist subject. It, it's something that liberals can't really, like, cope with, seeing as though the movie kind of expresses anti-lib like lib sentiment, because the liberals 
in depicted in the film are the very people who are gentrifying San Francisco. Yeah. In the film. And that's what I love about it because it, it doesn't really like kind of hold, it doesn't hold off on criticizing white society in San Francisco. And that's great. We should do that yeah. more. Let black filmmakers criticize things or else there, you get that's... Ava DuVernay. There, that is something that surprises surprised me about Get Out was how it was. I feel like there's a lot of white liberals that watch Get Out and did not get like it's talking about you. Yeah, no, I I know. Yeah. Get Out is a movie that is basically about like and God, white liberal. Wow. It's it is explicitly about white liberal racism and the belief in a post racial society. Yeah. You are totally like that's right. The, and it's not even the subtext, it's a text. I know. There's another there's another recent film. I don't know why it's slipping my mind right now, but there's another recent film that is just like literally about the same thing. And I don't know why I'm like blanking on it right now. I think I'm just a bit tired, but you know what I'm talking about. There's another film that came out in the past like three or four years that is like literally the same theming. Yeah, yeah. Can't, why can't I remember it now? And I loved it. I, so that's why I'm weirded out that I can't remember it. It was like literally, you know what? I'm just going to look up Get Out and it's going to be like, oh, if you liked this movie, you're going to like this movie. And then I'm going to be like, yeah, it's that movie. Because that's always what happens. Because I love Get Out. I think Jordan Peele doesn't mess around. No, I, I've uh, I've loved what... Uh, Jer I, uh, I loved... Um... I love Get Out. I loved Us. I can't wait to see what else he does. Um, what is this movie? It's a. It was a pretty like. I mean, Parasite's kind of like. Adjacent. Knives Out. That's it. God. It wasn't about. I still need to watch Knives Out. Yeah. Because Knives Out is about the same thing. It is because like, so the the family in Knives Out. It's not. For some reason, I thought it was another black film, but really. Knives Out is about so the racism in Knives Out is very specifically like anti-immigrant, anti like Hispanic because the main character of the movie is a Hispanic woman who inherits all the money from a famous author who bequeaths right. his entire fortune to her when he dies. Because what happens is the family is depicted as having two sides, one liberal and one conservative. And they're, you know, for the first, like, probably for the first 30 minutes of the movie, they're all like, oh, we're going to take care of her. You know, don't worry. After Harlan died, we're going to, like, take care of oh, you. Oh, wait. Yes, this is worth the Yeah. And then the second they find out that she inherits everything, they, they both set aside their differences and just, like, dog at her. And I think it, that is, that's perfect. I think yeah that that kind of um I have not watched the movie I do, I do need to watch the movie but I when I heard about that that I really liked how it showed how how that showed like yeah when you get down to it it kind of does well, it's it, about it, it's about class you know the second yeah, the second it's, the, like somebody from the underclass especially a minority is gifted with wealth then both liberals and conservatives just like pounce on them like a tiger because they can't they don't well, there's definitely it's both a class and racial component of why they don't want them in um they don't want them in in their uh in their their particular uh play oh, yeah and, and you know what? it's also they, they feel entitled to it because i was i, I was explaining to a friend of mine today I, I don't know like you know percy 
I call him Percy, but you know Percival. Yes, yeah. I was yeah, talking to him Percival. today, and I was talking about how when you live in society, I I got into an argument with a trad today, and he was he, like, he was surprised because he saw the whole thing, and he was like, I'm surprised that people can be so not empathetic. And I'm like, well, don't be surprised. Like, if you're a if you're a white heterosexual like cisgendered male in society, your society was literally built around you. Mm -hmm. Like, you just like you exist to function. And if you're not one, like, if you're not neurotypical, if you're not white, if you're not, if you belong to any like semblance of minority group or have been you, your you whole will life, quickly find out how unsympathetic yeah. society can be. Because yeah, like you that's... know. Mm -hmm. like i you know i belong to a sexual minority and i belong i'm a neurodivergent person so even those like i've benefited from white privilege i you know to me race has never been a problem but even those like those two things are enough to get you to see that society was not built for you you know it's like right. if you deviate even if you deviate slightly you know i've seen other neurotypical people who can pass really really well and, like, I've seen other, like, you know, people of different sexualities who just, you know, nobody really questions it. They just, they're assumed straight. But the second you open your mouth, like, there's just, so, like, this slight imperceptible difference that gets just people start treating you like shit. Yeah. Yeah, you, there's, you, there's, as, as someone who's, who has their, 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 their minority status branded on their, on their skin, it's, you notice, you, you. I there have been many times where I've been sort of like the only black guy in a room, and you notice it. You know how they're looking at you. You know. Yeah, that right. probably feels because in like everybody knows that in America, whatever minorities get shit, it's always racial minorities that get the most shit. Yeah. You know. Not to do because... that stupid that stupid tear thing of like I I, I don't like the idea of surf sort of like. You know, like which oppression is is worse than the other? Oh yeah, like nobody should do the oppression Olympics because that's that's another reason why minorities of all kinds don't band together to be stronger. Because like the capitalist class just wants people to like be squabbling about whose misery is the best, so that like you know I, I've seen that a lot post like the post the most recent shooting we've had. Yeah, no, I've I've uh, I've seen that with. I've uh, seen some people from both communities be like, "Well, this is our time," and like, "Oh, they, they, they you, you, like, it's been bad, it's been really bad." Because like, a lot of people are like, "Should we use a slogan like Asian Lives Matter?" It's a very complicated issue. The history of like anti-Asian violence and discrimination in America is just as like intrinsically tied to like colonialism and westward expansion as slavery was but like in a different way mm -hmm. yeah it's like if you know anything about the railroad system you know chinese immigrants were basically treated like slaves you know it's not too dissimilar of like a treatment it's like they they did earn money but for the most part they were cheated out of it one way or another yeah it's uh, it, it was it was slavery uh, it, it was effectively slavery, except on paper. Yeah, it was. It was not like a there, "we own you" type of slavery, but rather like you can't leave even if you wanted to. Yeah, there's. I the, for me, it, it kind of it's 
it's very odd to me how how People have uh, there. I've seen particularly I've seen well, also leftists too who act like Asian right, like anti-Asian racism in the United States is is not something that's baked into the in like one of the I believe one of the first sort of like immigration acts that we had was the was the the, the anti-Chinese one. Like oh, yeah. it's this is not this is not new. It's not this new. has been. Like going like going further past like the you know the obvious like Japanese ca- uh, uh, concentration camps, going past like the like this is a very old anti Asian sentiment is 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 tied to to I I would say the the United States just as much as anti indigenous sentiment and, oh, yeah. and as much as the the anti black slavery uh, the anti black sentiment and slavery. Well, you know what's uh, fascinating. Uh, Oh, also finish your thought, but I do have a fascinating thought to follow that up with. Oh, no, I was basically done. Go ahead. So for me, the interesting thing is each group has like its own propaganda within American society as to like why they should be treated the way they are. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, for like the most, especially in neoliberalism, like the modern paradigm of like treatment towards black people can be like really traced back to like propaganda against a welfare state the idea of like welfare queens and like young dudes buying steaks with like food stamps those like ridiculous stereotypes that were never true that like reagan really pushed on the american people and like just made completely like comical they like there's there is there's nothing there's no truth to any of that and there never really was but the the stereotype for asian people that they have to get past especially east asian people is that of like asian exceptionalism because the perception in culture is like for some reason a lot of people have like bought into this idea that like a large majority of the asian population in america is like hyper rich they're all doctors they're all like genius intellects and like that's like another like weird style of propaganda because if you look at poverty rates for asian americans in new york city alone they're comparable with black people yeah like even like you know positive stereotypes can be harmful for communities well because what it what it does essentially it's it's essentially the same as the, the welfare queen right because it's it's literally just another way to pigeonhole a minority community into a certain place in American society and, and like essentially squash any dissent on what should be done to help or like remedy their situation there because well, we, for, we, yeah no go ahead go we, ahead we should start wrapping up soon but I know. Uh, there I, I will I will give you what you, what you just said kind of uh sort of um I wanted to think about something. I wrote a paper recently for for my for my um African American um art class um about the archetypes of the Jezebel and the Mammy. Um and this kind of reminds me a bit of of that in that there's there are ba- like there are racial archetypes that are kind of crafted outside not by, you know, the the minority community, but by, you know, the by by the white majority of how you should fit in society. Um, and there are different sort of archetypes of how they think you should fit. And there are sort of two contrasting ones on how black women 
should fit in society. You had the mammy, the you know, like yeah. that the, the mammy was like uh, uh, was you know like desexualized um um uh plump uh black woman who loved to take care of white children who oh yeah who was a, who's like the, the 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 grand servant of the um, yeah and of, that's like, specifically the, of, of the post back yeah of like yeah the antebellum like, period yeah, yeah it's it is it was specific there was actually um it was a specific the mammy exists to basically fuse north and south together as like the as a uniting image but that we'll get into that at another time but also you have the image of the jezebel for black women and these were both depicted as you know dark skin so you have these are supposed to be two like examples of where dark skinned black women fit and but they're too contrasting the the mammy is the asexualized um uh archetype who who uh, archetypical caregiver who uh is loyal to to the white establishment and then you have the jezebel the 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 dark skinned exotic primitive who who is whose sexuality is 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 prominent and is loose and is uh and is dangerous to white men um and uh, both both archetypes have caused harm to to black women tremendously of of you know taking away one the uh, uh showing that they're the, uh, some kind of passivity or um uh, and and sort of stereotypes about about weight and also you have the the stereotypes of of that uh of black uh, of black women's uh um and just generally like dark skinned women are sexually loose and because of that they're quote unquote easy to to, to oh, yeah. in, which is why yeah. you have uh like violence against uh, uh minority women are extremely high like oh yeah like particularly among indigenous women but, but like against black women too it's you have so you have these are roles these are archetypes like like the mammy like the jezebel like the uh like the welfare queen like the the model minority these are roles which they have ascribed that you have to fill out in society uh to, um that's the role you play but it doesn't have to be that way because they are the ones who are telling you this not your own community and not yourself oh, yeah. it's not it's derived not... from anything internal it's all external mm-hmm. yeah but yeah so we should the, on that note um we should this is leave. this is why i have to like call out walt disney specifically because he had a restaurant in the original disneyland that was aunt jemima it was the aunt jemima restaurant they actually true like, bought... but uh, to be honest I though i don't think you could specifically that's one thing you can't really uh say as a specific evil of walt disney uh, all white people basically were 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 with uncle i know uncle but ben they had and... a they had a character they had an aunt jemima who was actually there he yeah well there, that, actually that's not that that goes so back bad. with the label too that that's so bad. again that's not i'll say that's also not just Walt Disney. that was the achimaima label itself too oh, i know they hire they like, i'm gonna it's... beat the shit out of anjimaima even now that they've changed i think now what are they now because they they i don't know forget they're like they there's some they're like general mills oh god and then i think they're the, like they the, the the general mills um company something like that yeah, something about some company it's boring, never, but at least it's not racist. But never forget that they that for for the longest time they profited off of a of a of of a of a of a racist stereotype of black people and a black woman. Oh and, yeah, even though they way, tried I, to like retrofit it to make it less racist and only kind of like nobody was yeah. fooled. 
yeah no it's uh, it's very obvious what what it is uh you can't get you cannot escape like the history of it um and and uh, aunt jemima is the prototypical like mammy like she like she's the personification of it no matter what journalist wants in academic writing whatever you talk about the mammy aunt jemima always comes up no matter what yeah it's inescapable um, inescapable and on that on that somewhat bleak note um that has been our uh, our uh, routine guy through Mannenberg. Who who wants to who wants to close the episode out? It's yes, time to kick the leaving. shit out of me. <laughs> you are now leaving Mammonberg. As the uh, decrepit bus sputters along, you look outside your window, and you see Tradwife Finch <laughs> dancing oh in a film of grain. <laughs> field of grain. No no no. No. <laughs> her seven children and Scovian oh terrorist husband by her side. <laughs> Number eight's on the way, baby. Phil, <laughs> don't encourage her. Yes, but thank you all for joining us for this episode of Mammonberg. Um, we have been your hosts. Uh, I'm Finch. You can follow me on Twitter at finchowar.com where I uh, should post about communism. Take it away, Jackal. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, you, I'm Jackal. Uh, you could find me at, uh, at jackaljester on twitter.com. The home of the uh, of the Buffalo Wild Hand. Um, now we have had some recent accusations that the Buffalo Wild Hands are in fact Phil's hands, and we are we are re routinely cutting off and surgically yes. attaching them to chickens. And I would just want to say that is blatantly untrue. The yeah. chickens are genetically modified chickens. Those are chicken hands that look like human hands. That's the that is the conceit of the brand. I am not cutting off Phil's hands. Well, to, I am, but not for those reasons. To, to be fair, we did use Phil's DNA for the. Well, okay, hands. yes, but okay, yes, sure, but look. I mean, I am a lizard man. Look, there's not there's not a big divide between Italians and chickens. There's, they're they're very close in in DNA substance. So it's not it was not oh, that big yeah. of a divide. So yes, did did I did I put Phil down on the table and forcibly removed more than a quart of his blood for the purposes of, of modifying the chickens? Yes, I did. But you know what Phil said? Uh, Phil didn't say at any point in the process. He didn't say no. He did scream. He did scream many times. Why are you taking my blood out of me? Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> but I did not hear a "Please stop taking out so much blood." I didn't hear any of that. So, in my view, that was basically a uh, a conceit that yes, please take out my blood to modify the chickens. <laughs> All right, I've been Phil, and I am going to use like voodoo magic to put Uwe Ball's consciousness in Zack Snyder's body so I can write a bad review of the Snyder cut and he can like challenge me to a fight and we can beat the shit out of each other have you seen Zack Snyder he's a big dude oh my god I don't care I either one of us is going to come out bleeding and limping and 
It's gonna Dude. be the it's gonna be the guy possessed by Ua Bowl. Okay? It's, okay. it's okay, Phil. My seven and a half Slavic children will. Back okay, up. that's the episode. That's the episode. <laughs> We're out. Bye. Bye. Bye.